This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. We're on the Bet Rivers Network, as always, and for all your wagering needs, it's Bet Rivers in New York and New Jersey, Play Sugar House in Connecticut. So whatever you need, just go to their uh, app, uh, and you'll find everything you need for all your needs there and the program, of course, always on the Bet Rivers Network and wherever you can find your podcast. All right. After a, another giant win, another giant come-from-behind win, and what you can say is the Giants don't overpower anybody. The Giants are very comfortable now uh, coming from behind. But what they are very good at now for the most part, is situational football. They are doing that so well under this coaching staff, under Dable's leadership. They make the plays when things are needed the most, when the game is on the line. And here in this situation where they didn't handle things perfectly on the last drive, Because three different times, including the last time when he went too close to the sideline, three different times, Barkley went out of bounds. The first time, all right, he might have thought maybe he could break it for a touchdown. He got pushed. He went out of bounds. I'll give him that one. There's still just inside four minutes left in the game. The second time, no way should he have gone out of bounds. The third time, he shouldn't even have flirted with the sideline. He went out of bounds both times. Otherwise, the game would have been over. The Giants wouldn't even have had to kick the field goal. But the bottom line is they do. There's a minute left. They get the roughing the passer call off a terrific throw from Lawrence, who has got a great arm. I mean, listen, at the end, you see his ability. He just has to hold on to the ball. Lawrence is going to get better and better and better. This Jacksonville team is scaling up. They just can't win close games yet. And they get the ball down to the one-yard line where Moreau makes the play again. You know what? How many times have you seen guys push through, spin, and get over the goal line and win the game there? Instead, he holds them up until he gets help, and he doesn't get to the goal line, and the game is over one yard short for Jacksonville and one yard to the positive side for the football Giants. So much about this game. And the Giants were anything but impressive for a lot of this game, and Jacksonville was moving the ball really well. But where this game turns is the fourth and inches play. Now, you know one thing. 
on the Jacksonville side, that coach is always going to go on fourth down. He goes all the time. He has. He's had a lot of success, and he loves to go on fourth down. So he's not thinking of going up seven there with 11 minutes left. He goes on fourth down. The Giants have to hold him there. Otherwise, they're going to be down double digits, and they're going to be inside 10 minutes, and they've had trouble getting to the end zone. They hold there on fourth down, start their drive down the field where they're running game. And remember, they're minus two linemen since the first quarter. They are able at that point to have their running game, a two-headed running game the talent of their wonderful running back and the legs of their quarterback, who is one of the most adept running quarterbacks in the sport. Let's be honest, as far as running goes and using his legs, Jones is a brilliant quarterback with his legs. He's not with his arm. We know that. He got a couple of plays lucky. He got a penalty that called but negated a touch, uh, an interception. He had another one he threw up for grabs that could have easily been picked off. He hasn't made a lot of mistakes this year, and he has dazzled. He rushes 11 times for 107 yards and made some superb reads on the running plays. And then Barkley took over the game as he does as the defense tires because they've been on the field a long time. Giants wear them down with the running game, and especially with the pressure that the quarterback puts on in the running game, and they take over, and they get the long drive, and they get down the field, and they get the touchdown, and they get up finally in the game, and then they get a three and out. They get the ball back. They try to run out the clock. They should have. They didn't. They left a minute on the clock, and then we know how it finished as Jacksonville with no timeouts and starting with a minute left, got down to the one-yard line as time ran out. And the Giants were able to move to 6-1. and And you look at this now. Yes, the Giants have utilized every ounce of every game to get to 6-1, and but who cares? It doesn't matter how you get to 6-1. and It's that you are 6-1. and they're 6-1. and one. They're at Seattle next week. They have a bye. Then they play the Texans and the Lions at home. It is not crazy to think that the Giants could be 9-1 and one after 10 games. And reasonable to think that they will be 8-2 and two at minimum. After 10 games. So this team. That has. Come from. Way back a couple of times. Come from double digits back. Against. The Titans. And the Ravens. And found ways to win these games from behind. They are very comfortable being behind in the fourth quarter. They have been able to mount drives in the fourth quarter, make the plays they need to make in the fourth quarter, and make the plays on both sides of the ball. Now, today, they had their hands full with Jacksonville. There's no question about it. They did have their hands full with them. Jacksonville, for the most part, I thought moved the ball pretty well for the day. You know, they they did some good things. Etienne... If he holds on to the ball, 
is a terrific back. 14 rushes, 114 yards, ex- incredibly explosive. But he's got to stop fumbling the ball because it cost him seven points when he fumbled the ball. The Jaguars basically moved the ball well today. Lawrence threw for 300 yards. They rushed the ball for a solid number. I told you they had, at the end, had 100 yards, 114. But the Giants were able to control the game in the fourth quarter with their running game and made that very big, made two critical plays. They made a fourth down stop on fourth and inches and then made a stop on the goal line on the last play of the game. And those are the reasons why they find themselves 23-17 victors today and 6-1 and one on the season. The Giants believe. The Giants have been well prepared for situational football in the fourth quarter. And now, instead of being the team that breaks down, instead of being the team that collapses, they are the team that makes the plays in the fourth quarter. It is utterly contagious. There is no other way to say it. It is utterly contagious. They have bought in in a very, very big way. And what Dable has done is utilize the talents of his offensive players very well. They don't have a lot of talent in the receiver game. We know that. They're, they're weak there. They're very weak there. If you look around the league, they're really weak there. But they've done a good job with the offensive line and did a good job today with the offensive line after two key guys go out. We're able to overcome that without missing a beat. That means your team is prepared. That is solid stuff. And they beat a dangerous team today, a team that had young players who are still learning, haven't learned how to win the close game yet. That will come. But there's no question. Etienne, as long as he gets past his fumbling problem, is going to be a star. And Lawrence is going to be a big star at quarterback. I don't think there's any question about that. Forget his record now. That doesn't matter. Look at Aikman's or Peyton Manning's record early in their career. It doesn't matter. That's not his fault. He walked into a nightmare last year. And he never blinked. And you see the way he throws the ball. I mean, he delivers that ball, and it is delivered on the numbers time after time after time. And he's big and he's strong and he can stand in there. And you know what? That's a, that's a quarterback who's going to be, you know, a very prominent player in this league for a long time. But it's not about them here. It's about the Giants here. And right now, we have seen what happens when the coaching staff is able to get through to a team and make them believe. And you will see Giant players get better as they buy in. Could the Giants use somebody to drop a nice wide receiver on their doorstep? Absolutely. Would that be a nice thing? Yes. It would be a nice thing. But if it doesn't happen, and it probably won't, the bottom line is they are finding a way, utilizing the legs of their splendid running back and of their quarterback who is 
one of the best, without question, one of the most dynamic running quarterbacks in the league. He is very adept at it and explosive at it, where he's not just looking to move a marker. He's looking to make big plays. And he does make big plays in the running game. I mean, it's not fluky that he does that. He does it week in and week out. So this was basically what we have watched since this season unfolded. It really is. It is basically what we have watched the entire season with this giant team. From the first game of the season when the Giants were down 13-0 at the half and came back and won the game against Tennessee. And that, in that, I remember that afternoon thinking, all right, all right, so, hey, who thought they were going to go win at Tennessee? And then they come back, and we know what happened in, in that game. And even in the Panther game, in, in game two, and let's be honest, nothing was pretty about that Panther game. But again, they found a way to come out on the long end. All right, and you know what? It started to take hold. It started to build week after week. The Cowboy loss didn't derail anything. And in week four, they went right back, and they did it again. The bad game wasn't pretty, but again, they find a way. And if you notice, they're usually to the plus side in the fourth quarter of these games. That has been a theme. That has been something you have seen Time and time again, okay? The Packer game, again, the fourth quarter, outscoring the Packers 14-2 to two, and then holding Aaron Rodgers out of the end zone on third and fourth down as they knock down pass plays there and really start the Packers reeling. That Packer losing streak, and it is continued today against Washington. Continued against the Jets, continued against Washington. The Packers are now reeling, started in London against the Giants. And against the Ravens, again, 10 down, fourth quarter. The Ravens coughing up big mistakes. The Giants making plays, again, outscoring their opponent in the fourth quarter of the game. Week after week after week, and you get to today's game, and it's more of the same, okay? 10 nothing in the fourth quarter, Giants. The Giants have become fourth quarter monsters this year. They take over the game in the fourth quarter. They come from behind game after game and make the plays in the fourth quarter, offensively, defensively, whatever they need, they make it. And that's because they have bought in to this coaching staff, to its leadership, to its game planning, to its direction. They have bought in completely to the culture that Dable has quickly been able to put forth with this giant football team. They're not great. They're not overpowering, but they continue to find a way. And now when you watch them, You expect them to find a way. And you know what else? They expect to find a way. And that's more than half the battle. Because the difference between winning and losing in these games most of the time is one or two big plays. And they're not perfect. They didn't do everything perfectly today. Barkley needed to go out of bounds. He didn't. They made penalties on that last drive that they didn't need to make. 
Okay? They might have gotten a rough call on one of them on the last drive. Okay, fine. But when the game was on the line, they made the play. And that's been the theme of the season. When the game has been on the line, they have made the play. And that's why you are a smiling Giant fan from ear to ear. And if I told you as you headed to Halloween that you would be sitting there, okay, with this kind of record, that you would be sitting here at 6-1. and one. And listen, the NFC East is playing in rarefied air again. The Eagles off this week are 6-0. and oh. The Cowboys got Dak back today. He didn't have a great game, but the defense did its job. They beat the Lions, and they're 5-2. and two. So 5-2 and two Cowboys, 6-1 and one Giants, 6-0 and oh Eagles. There's going to be a lot of big games in the NFC East the rest of the way. And even the Redskins, excuse me, even Washington, no more Redskins, okay, even Washington today wins against the quickly descending Packers. So it has become a terrific season. There's a lot of season left, but you can start to think about a whole bunch of different things and a whole bunch of scenarios, and a lot of them now include the playoffs. Because at 6-1, and one, at Seattle, by Texans, Lions, 8-2, and two, reasonable, 9-1, and one, anything but out of the question. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.